Alrighty, people. We're back for another episode from the pocket. Episode 23. Episode 23. It's the Michael Jordan episode. The Michael Jordan episode, Jake. How how you how, how do you feel? How you feeling, Jake? Uh, about this being the Michael Jordan episode? Or or just, in, just general. in general. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, in general, and, I am all right. And the LeBron. Pretty... And the, oh, sorry, excuse me, the Michael Jordan. Uh... Well, I've, I've had a pretty busy day at work, so that's been fun. But um, as far as this being the Michael Jordan episode, uh, I feel a lot of pressure. Um, <laughs> I feel like Michael Jordan is going to hear this yeah. and just shake his head. We got to drop 60, Jake. We got to drop 60. We got to, you know, we, we got to do a lot of stuff today. Uh, Mainly... We got to talk about week ten. Yeah, what a what an interesting week ten we got. Yeah, I uh one thing just going through all the games and kind of looking at them. The mm-hmm. one thing I think I can take away from all these games, there was a lot of games this week where they were super competitive. Yeah. In the uh in the first half, and then come second half, one of the teams just blew the door open, <laughs> and you saw a lot of these games that were tied or one possession going into halftime they ended up being two three possession games ultimately mm-hmm. so that was that was something i noticed i guess this week we also had a late game heroics oh we'll, we'll get to that game <laughs> um anyway uh so i don't think we talked about this last week but let's start with this past thursday night game we had the colts visiting the titans colts taking advantage of the afc south at after their win, Jake, well, what did you see in this game? Anything interesting? You know, your Colts are your, your AFC, uh, AFC championship pick, so how do you feel yeah, about it? Well, well, I really, um, you know, I really didn't expect this from, from the Colts. I thought it was going to be a good game. Honestly, I picked the Colts. Uh, this is a I solid said. game in the first half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I picked the Colts uh, because they were my Super Bowl, or not Super Bowl, but my AFC championship pick. Mm-hmm. But really, I actually... My gut was telling me to go Titans. Really, mm-hmm. my gut was leaning Titans. But you, but I you're went right. against it. I, I, I was, I, I was. I did not expect the Colts to to win thirty four seventeen with yeah. like three possessions. They mm. scored twenty one unanswered it, it in the second half. Yeah. So, so really great showing for them. And this is against a quality Titans team. Mm. It's it's a Titans team that hasn't been beat this way all season long. To well, I, 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 know well, I think the their Steelers. struggle is they can't really generate a pass rush. You know, I think they let Vic yeah. Beasley go from the Falcons. He wasn't really doing his, doing a really good job. And now Jadavion Clowney, he's really not getting to the quarterback. Why This is why they, like, brought him in. So, yeah, uh, yeah if you can't generate pressure uh, – these Colts team, this Colts team can beat you up. Um, Philip Rivers had a great game, um, twenty nine for thirty nine, over three hundred yards and a touchdown. Uh, passed Dan Marino for the fifth most passing yards in the in the league. And I think he. Congrats and to I the think Phillip also Rivers. in that, and I heard the announcer say, uh, he's thirteen touchdowns away from Dan Marino for passing Dan Marino up again. God, so. That is so crazy. I, it's just a uh, just a quick side note. You know, it wasn't. Uh, it was 2007, I think. Mm-hmm. Dan Marino had the most touchdowns all time. You know, mm-hmm. he had he and then uh, I think it was 420, mm-hmm. and uh, Brett Favre passed him, and then Peyton Manning passed him, and then Tom Brady and Drew Brees passed him, mm-hmm. and now you got Philip Rivers who's starting to creep up on that number. So that's just it's it's funny how many people are passing up Dan Marino's this this legendary touchdown record 15 <laughs> years ago has now been passed up by almost five people well it's just the offense has just yeah. uh they've you know uh, people always say the offense is always uh get is more fortunate than the defense and then just how this passing game has evolved because like at, at the time you know miami miami and dan marino all he wanted to do was throw 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 and now it's yeah. Yeah. we're kind of seeing Funny. that trend a little bit but uh all right jake do you have anything else on this game no, I don't think so. Congrats to the Colts. I really, yeah. I, I'm still a little skeptical. You know, we're gonna get to actually see this upcoming week. Not, not this upcoming week. I'm sorry, week after week 11. So it'd be week 12. The Colts and the Titans are gonna play each other again for yeah. round two. Yeah. So I think that will be um, a much more telling mm-hmm. game as far as where we can expect these two teams mm-hmm. to land. It's just, it's a little more meaningful, even mm-hmm. though it's only a week and a half removed. So yeah, but that's all I got. Okay. All right, let's move into our Sunday game. So, Jake, I'm going to start with 
The Texans visiting the Browns. Oh, banger of a game. Banger of a game. Uh, The Browns had two running backs. Two. Count them. One, two. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt go over 100 yards. But the Browns only put up 10 points. They could have had 17, but Nick Chubb decided he didn't want to score. Even though, really, it would have been a two-possession game. I don't think the Texans can come back within a minute. Zero timeouts. (laughs) Uh, But whatever. He still had a big game. He had 19 carries, 126 yards, and a touchdown. Um... Uh, what, you you really want to talk about this game or? I I mean I just uh, I can leave a couple quick notes. Yeah, yeah go uh, ahead. Very disappointed in the Browns offense overall. <laughs> it was uh, this was delayed. There was some weather. I mean it was hap- the game was in Cleveland. Uh, we're starting to get into these later months where it's the yeah. this weather is going to be a factor in these games and the Browns were able to run the ball. <laughs> and yeah, they I just I wish. With the success running the ball they had, especially against this Texans defense, you'd mm-hmm. think they'd have more than ten points. Um, that's really, yeah, that's fair. really just not um, not enough to be satisfactory in my opinion. And on the Texans side of the ball, seven points. I, I mean, I guess the weather really was a, a big factor. It was the same thing uh, last week with with the Raiders and the in the Browns. So it's maybe not so surprising, but mm-hmm. I just. The, the Browns got the win. It played out the way I guess we thought it would with just a lot lower of a score. But I I just want to see more offense from the Browns. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I got on this game. I'm not surprised the Texans lost. They're not a good team. I was, yeah, I was not surprised either. I was just more shocked that this was just, just, was just a very pedestrian game for the offense. But All right, so let's move on. Well, actually, uh, real quick, oh, okay, on, yeah, on that ahead. note that you just said, I think it's, you know, if you go in and say, if you go in and tell Deshaun Watson and that Texans offense, hey, the Browns are only going to put up 10 points today. <laughs> Deshaun's you gotta like, do like, Yeah, you got to, like, I just, I don't know. That's just really, you You only have 10 points put up on your defense. You got to win that game. Um, yeah, yeah offense did not really show up that game. Um, yeah. But anyway, so, Jake, let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, Washington visiting the Detroit Lions. Detroit had a lead in going into fourth, and they did not blow it. Although they well, gave they up, almost they, they almost do. Um, they gave up seventeen points in the fourth. Um, this was a key to Leeb's uh, first uh, game uh, announcing. I thought, uh, from what I heard, I thought he sounded kind of insightful. Uh, We'll we'll see how what what Twitter think that thinks. <laughs> That's the real judge, right? What did Twitter? How did how did he do on Twitter? Yeah. Um. But so anyway, this was a uh, this was a. Excuse me. Sorry. This is a big game for Alex Smith. Uh, I think three ninety. He and fifty five attempts and thirty eight completions. I think were all career highs for him. Well, yeah, you know, you're down, what, were they down 27-3 to three at some point or whatever? I mean, you're going to have to throw the ball a lot, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm disappointed in both these teams, I guess. <laughs> How are you I, disappointed? Like, I, I, first off, Washington falling behind the way they did. That's unacceptable. You can't be getting blown out by the Lions. What are you doing? I thought these teams are very evenly matched. I thought this was going to be uh, yeah, a Yeah, but that's, that's, that's my point, like, like, y- you're there's the Jets down that much sure okay why not there's mm-hmm. no the, the bottom for the Jets is limitless at this point Washington, <laughs> you're on par with this team you shouldn't be falling behind to the point that really everything you do past a certain point is just garbage time and the mm-hmm. Lions having such a great like just another example of a of blowing a lead and yeah they <laughs> congrats you didn't lose it but I mean this is this is just uh, it's disappointing for both sides. I, I don't really. I think both sides should be sad about how they played in this game. Um, yeah, it's funny uh, <laughs> looking at the team stats. Washington like blew them out in all like a whole bunch of categories. Washington had the ball for thirty-five compared to Detroit's twenty-four. Uh, they had thirty-four first downs. Detroit twenty-one. Uh, Hundred more yards in total yards for Washington compared to Detroit. But yeah, um, so congrats, Detroit got their first home win. Um, Washington is still uh, winless in on road on in, on the road, so they, Ron Rivera is gonna have some things to, you know, correct in this off season. And you know, still though, there's still I know 
<laughs> we love to shit on the NFC East. They're still in the NFC East at two wins. So yeah, and I mean it's you know they got um they got the <clears throat> Eagles and they did they lost both games to the Giants. They mm-hmm. also get the Cowboys on Thanksgiving in a in a little less than ten days. <laughs> so those could be some some wins for them on that. Or they they could beat the Eagles again, and then I think they probably will beat the Cowboys mm-hmm. uh, at this point. So, but it's really tough to like, elaborate on these teams because like the lines don't matter, and you really just think <laughs> Washington. You feel like you have to talk about them because they technically do matter because of the <laughs> NFC East. But it's like. I, how much interest is there in talking about Washington at this point? They're two and seven or yeah. two and eight. I don't even know what the record is. Two and seven. Two and seven. Yeah. So it's 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 a little weird, but yeah. No, you're right. They're right there in the NFC East. They're right there, <laughs> which is just disgusting. Just a debauchery of a division. <laughs> um, I hope this is the year it bottoms out. I hope every year it's like, man, the NFC East is really bad this year. It's like, well, I, we seem to say that like every year. <laughs> Maybe this is going to be the year it all bottoms out and we get good teams again. And uh, unless you have anything else, I have one quick, uh, just one quick uh, thing. Yeah, Matt Prater hit a 59-yard field goal. It's time expired to win the game. So uh, congrats to Matt Prater. He's been he's been doing it for a minute, but oh yeah, he owns the uh, all-time record. Yeah, congrats, congrats. Uh, longest kick. So. All right, so uh, let's move on to the surprising game. I I think no one really expected. I I, I think everyone um, predicted this was going to be a blowout, but we had the Jags putting up a fight against the Packers. Yes, yes, yes. Um, this was tied, I believe, going into the fourth. Most of the game, if yeah, I remember correctly, it was seventeen but, seventeen going into the fourth. Yeah, and the Packers trailed for the bulk of this game. Yeah. Um, really good on Jacksonville. I mean, yeah, they they played I, tough. I, I they played them tough. And I'm I'm not gonna dock the Packers too much. I it's a little disappointing to know they're at home. Yeah, I mean, I, it, a win's a win. The weather uh, was I, a little, but yeah. you, you the Packers should be uh you know used to inclement weather like that. But well, I just I feel a little weird because I just got through bashing the Lions despite <laughs> the win. And then I want to turn around and say for the Packers, uh, wins a win, it doesn't matter. I, like I, I don't, I feel I know that's probably contradictory, but that mm-hmm. is just how I feel about these games. I'm like I wish the Packers had blown out this team, but they didn't. But it's it's a mm-hmm. team that they see once every four years, mm-hmm. and they got the win. Their first place in their in their division and. <laughs> What happened in that game to me is not indicative of like the Packers. We know what the Packers' struggles are. Mm-hmm. It's not indicative to me this this win of oh well, you know if you can take advantage of the Packers in these ways, it just Jacksonville just played a good game. Mm-hmm. And whereas the Lions win, that was indicative to me of constant problems the Lions continually have. So I just wanted to clarify that statement because no, I know people be up in the comments <laughs> at me. That's not true. Uh, I don't know what what other thoughts do you have about this game, Christian? Um, Marquez Valdez Scantling had a great game. He had four catches, nearly 150 yards, and a touchdown. Devonte Adams, of course, you know he got his touchdown. Um, other than yeah, Devontae that, Devonte Adams had a had another just solid day. Uh, eight for 66, of... yeah, but it's not like the last few weeks. Uh, yeah, it's not, <laughs> but it's still. I mean, you know, that's that's one of those. Uh, you know gonna have a handful of those days and mm-hmm. it's still solid you know for any other receiver in the league that's a pretty good day but i mean i think Devonte adams is still one of the two best receivers in this conference at this point um jake lutton got the start for the uh jaguars not gardner Minshew, and he was pretty paltry <laughs> uh, just over 50 percent of his passes completed. yeah he also had an interception so yeah well. All right, let's move on to this NFC East matchup. Oh, yes. The Eagles visiting the Giants. And, Jake, I picked the Giants, correct? I believe. We both picked the Eagles. Ah, I, I can double check, but I'm pretty sure we both picked the Eagles. I, that, yeah. that sounds like me. Um, so You anyway. did note that the Giants had a real shot at winning their first matchup. So and they, know, they won it here. That idea. Um, Daniel Jones did. didn't trip this time. Um, that man, that dude is, you forget how athletic he is. 
Yeah, I think he's I think sneaky. Daniel Jones, as much as we compare him to Eli Manning, he's a lot more athletic than Eli Manning. Yeah, I mean, dude, if he can just fix up these turnovers, which he didn't have an interception and he didn't have a fumble, so you know if he can fix this up and go twenty-one for twenty-eight and two forty-four. You know, the Giants can be in these games. You know, they were in the game against the Bucks. They were in the game versus uh, what other game were they really in? The Steelers. They were kind of in. Yeah. They they should beat the Bears. In the Cowboy game, even that. You know, that was the that was the game Dak went down. Yeah. Um, they, as I said, they should have beat the Eagles last week. So I mean, they had some wins in here that you know, if Daniel Jones really doesn't have any turnovers and oh they yeah, could have pulled Jones, it out. You can get a turnoverless Daniel Jones. You're winning probably most of your games if you're the Giants at this mm. point. And like they, they um, got a sneaky defense. I think they need a few more pieces, but I think that defense is serviceable. Yeah, and I mean Daniel Jones threw through some some real dimes in this game. I mean again, he looked <laughs> He's really good. really nice. I still am not buying into him long term, but <laughs> I I you know he does he does as you say he does flash, and he. The Eagles' defense hasn't been terrible. They've been pretty reliable for the most mm. part, and he, he he played really well against them. It felt like the Giants almost – they knew they blew that game last time, so they mm. were like, there's no reason we can't just beat this team. <laughs> and they led the whole game. I mean, it was <laughs> – at halftime, it was 14-3. The Eagles found some third-quarter points, but really the it never felt like the Giants were in trouble. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, at least. I'm, I'm just a little curious on... I'm looking at these team stats. Uh, why is Carson Wentz throwing it 37 times, but you rush for 156 yards on 23 carries and two touchdowns? Averaging 6.8 uh, yards per carry. I don't know why you wouldn't keep with that, but, you know, whatever. Well, you know, I really, I think it's funny because that you say that because for as much as everybody's like, Carson Wentz acts like he has to save the day. He acts like he's the person who has to make it all happen. It's mm-hmm. like, the way they call the plays, like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, they're they're asking. the ball this well, and they still are like, Carson, we need you to throw it 40 times. <laughs> what do you want Carson Wentz to think? I don't know. <laughs> like, I, so, I, I think that's interesting you bring that up, but yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, you got anything else, Jake, for this one? Now, um, I think the Eagles are still in first place. They still are in first place because so. of their tie. The Eagles yeah, the three five and Eagles one, are... and the Giants are three and seven. Yeah, and seven. the Cowboys are two and seven. Two and seven, I believe. Yes. All right, let's uh, move on to another NFC division game. We have the NFC South. We have the Bucks visiting the Panthers. Uh, close game in the first half. It was seventeen to seventeen. And then the Bucks just ran away with it in the second half. Yeah, another one of those, uh, you know, competitive first half games, and then one team just adjusts way better than the other one. Um, I was really surprised to turn this on. I, I saw it at the end of the first half. I was like, the the Panthers are hanging in there, and then, you know, you check way later down the road, and it, oh, it's a blowout. Mm-hmm. It's over. Well, they didn't get to Tom Brady, and you know, as we know, they only got to him once. Uh, and we know how to real recipe for any quarterback in the league. You got to get pressure on them, and they didn't. And Tom Brady lit him up. Oh yeah, and that's the second time he's lit him up this year. He lit him up the first time they played each other too. Yeah, but I thought this iteration of the Panthers was a better team than that previous iteration. I think they've gotten better week after week. But yeah, as as we said, you know, I like this Panthers defense, but you know, when you can't generate a pass rush against these good offensive teams, uh, Tom Brady's gonna like these good offensive teams are gonna light you up. Yeah, that's what that's exactly what happened. Forty six points, you know, it's just <laughs> that's too much. Your offense is not gonna be able to keep up with that kind of productivity. So yeah, um, Bucks, they you know they continue to be one of the better teams in the conference. We've given. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our thoughts on nauseam on that i feel like um and so. i think teddy bridger got hurt in this game because yeah pj walker came in, in this game so uh we'll be watching that development i think he might be all right i don't remember the injury he had but mm. yeah we gotta watch out for rough that break. that's that's yeah, i mean the panthers are already panthers. starting to hit that area of kind of no return three being three mm-hmm. and seven so 
Teddy Bridgewater. And goes they still got to play the Saints twice. Oh God! No, they have to play them once. They've already played the Saints. When did they play? The Man, Saints? they're on a one. Oh, they did play the Saints. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty competitive Man. game. I remember that. Man, rough on the Panthers. They're on a five game losing streak now. Which is, I mean, yeah, it's it's. We said we said five and eleven. I, mean, I can't remember what all you those. Said, but. I don't remember what I said, but uh, I may have said seven and nine. I don't remember, but they got the Lions next week, and they can beat the Lions. I, I, that's actually a pretty interesting game. That'll be a game to watch for. Um, I might turn into that game if I can. I don't know. That's pretty. Yeah, because they they really need a bounce back. And you look at these losses; they're all just one possession. I mean, they're in. I mean, minus this game, this was a this was a blowout. <laughs> they're. I mean, they're in all their games pretty much. I mean, they're really competitive. They they play tough. Matt Rule, obviously, I think this is really a team going in the right direction. It's they're three mm-hmm. and seven, but it doesn't feel like a three and seven team when you talk about them. Oh, let's switch it over to an. AFC matchup. We had the Denver Broncos ah. visiting the Las Vegas Raiders. I thought you were going the other AFC matchup, but I'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, we both picked yeah. the Raiders. We both got it right. Uh, I'm glad we didn't get <laughs> cute with this one. I, I, there was like a, a part of me, a sliver of me that was like, what mm. if you picked the Broncos? And I'm like, ah, <laughs> no, I can't. So, 37-12 yeah, uh, final. Yeah, you're not going to beat anybody uh, with five turnovers. Yeah, I'm really. I'm, uh, Drew Locke had four four interceptions. I'm really getting closer and closer just being out on Drew Locke. I really hate to say, it, <sighs> man, oh man, oh man. To think I entertained the, the fact that this guy could be in the MVP discussion at some point. Oh man, uh, dude. Uh, I I don't want to give up on Drew Locke, but I mean, I I can't. As I said last week, I can't defend. I can't defend him. <laughs> like he, week after week, he comes in and he has these like double digit, not double digit, is these high turnover uh, inter- ratio. Him and Daniel and, Jones kind of got that same vibe. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but you know, Raiders are six and three. That's six crazy. Three. Good for the Raiders. Yeah, and I think this is the. Th- Third? No, this is a oh no, this is a Sunday night game. So next week, Sunday night, we get the Chiefs uh, Raiders. <gasps> Ooh, that's a good game. I didn't think mm-hmm. it would be a good game, but that's a good game. <laughs> it is a good game. Uh, Raiders are on a three-game winning streak, and the Broncos are on like a what a f- f- okay. They lost their last two. Okay, but all right, let's move on to. Da, 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 da. Come on, come on, come on. My game of the week. Yeah, it was we have the game. Chargers. Yeah, we have the Chargers visioning the Dolphins. And we both uh, got it Tua. right again. Yeah. I, I didn't think this game was uh, pretty hard to pick. We got one team that's really f- figuring it out. Um, it's really coming together. And the other team losing all these close ass games. I will say both quarterbacks had, uh, to me, kind of these stereotypical rookie days. They Neither of them crossed mm-hmm. uh, 200 yards passing. Justin Herbert mm-hmm. had a pick. They each had a couple touchdowns. But, you know, pretty average completion percentage. And overall, um, I think Tua got a lot of help on the ground. Uh, yeah. A lot more help, at least, than uh, Justin Herbert did. And Justin which Herbert's a, left uh, looking up at another one-possession loss. <laughs> which is a shocker. Both of these teams actually ran it pretty well, actually looking at the stats. Yeah, well, just, they had the Chargers. Just, yeah. I, th- I think Miami, they just jumped out to a 14-0 lead in that first, and the Chargers didn't score in the first quarter, and so they just ran out of time. Yeah, I I can sympathize with that. It was really, I mean, I know the Chargers. It was funny because we said that this was going to be like a one possession game, and the you know Chargers could mm-hmm. blow a lead or something, and that really didn't happen. The Chargers were not really in this game. It, it was it was not that close really, and they just happened to make it within, bring it within one possession at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So I think. Honestly, the Dolphins, they dominated it even a little more than I think I thought they would when you actually have kind of watched and go through the game. So good on the Dolphins. And they're 6-3 and three as well. 
yep. definitely shaping up to be. And Buffalo lost. They did. Oh yeah, that is. Oh wow. I mean, Miami's really behind. shaping up to be one of the surprise teams in the league this year. Absolutely. So good yeah, Brian Flores definitely. Um, and the Dolphins are on a five-game winning streak. We are going traveling to Denver, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I still think we can win, but you know that altitude in Denver could provide problems for this team. But Drew Locke's going to turn the ball over three times, so you're good. <laughs> I mean, this is yeah. Miami, I think, has the number one scoring defense, so I mean, they like to cash it in. I I'm still feeling comfortable taking the Dolphins. Maybe maybe that is an upset. At, you know, just going into Denver's tough. That's a bit of a cross trek for Miami. They got a rookie quarterback, so maybe you get a little yeah. caught off guard. But the Dolphins, the way they're just I mean they're steamrolling some of these teams. It's pretty pretty crazy. Yep, Brian Ford has got it got it going got it going. Anyway, Jake, we can move it on to. The team we just talked about, the Bills visiting the Cardinals. That's the creme de la creme. What a yes, there was a stomp. <laughs> what a heartbreaker this game True. was. But Buffalo kind of really to had this game under wraps throughout the game. That third quarter, uh, Arizona did put a seventeen on them in the third, and that was the difference maker. I mean, yeah, as you said, the the Cardinals they got them the game yeah. the whole time um, by multiple Jeremy, possessions at at Josh Allen. Of, throwing it throwing the ball uh throwing two interceptions uh, also is probably what got them back in this game and led to that deandre hopkins touchdown yeah i really i i saw the bills were up as much as they were and i kind of stopped paying mm-hmm. attention to the oh, game oh yeah i was, I was like, like oh, the bills guess, are rolling this team i, the bills I was like really congrats bills <laughs> and then i look mm-hmm. up and i see oh the cardinals i think they had a lead late and then i guess the the uh, Bills took the lead again, and yeah, it came yeah, down to. I'm, I'm just, I didn't even see the hail mary in real time. I was going through my social media feed, and I, I didn't was either, talking yeah. about it, and I was like, well, "Oh, the the Cardinals pulled it out." Uh, DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> mossing three people, and there's some incredible photos of that catch. Let me tell you something. They got like yeah. the zoom in on the hands. There's um <laughs> the Michael. Yeah. Hey, speaking hey! of Michael <laughs> Jordan, it it made the it, appearance. Full circle. We found it. Full circle. We found the circle. Yeah, no, it's uh, I saw a thing that said this is a Jordan commercial where it's just Michael Jordan. That it should be. Like it should Adidas. be. <laughs> I think there was a Nike pair. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was fantastic. It was really spectacular, and you know you gotta. It's it's a shame almost that this was an interconference matchup because if this had been like a division game or even a, a mm-hmm. an, an NFC conference <clears throat> kind of game or you know within or AFC for that matter, um, mm-hmm. you, you know just the gravity that 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 play could have carried going into <laughs> the rest of the season, I I mean that's just well amazing. Uh, with that win, uh, the Cardinals are on top of the NFC West. And the uh, we'll talk about lost. this later. The Seahawks lost, which bumped the Rams above them now. So we got a we got a little race here. NFC West, uh, three teams tied at six and three. And then in the uh, AFC East, as you just said, you know the Bills dropping. That's their third loss. They're they're seven and three, and the Dolphins are six mm-hmm. and three. So Bills are mm-hmm. going to be getting a bye week probably coming up here really soon. And yeah, I think this is their bye week, so and then they play the Chargers the at home. Dolphins, you know, they haven't played each other yet, but the Dolphins could find themselves tied for this division lead with the Bills mm-hmm. after next week. Yeah, that, and that week 17 is looming for the Bills. That's, I, I wonder, I really wonder if that game could get slated. It depends on what the matchup is for the NFC West, I suppose, because that mm-hmm. may be the game that gets slated too if it comes down to one of those teams and the the bills got a kind of got a t- well, actually nah they got the steelers that's really like their biggest game i mean they have the patriots uh then they play the 49ers um i think they can beat the 49ers but i think the 49ers are not a cakewalk they're four and six but i don't think the 49ers are a cakewalk this is the bills we'll you're talk talking about, about the yeah okay. the bill schedule okay. yes excuse me no i i think you might have said it i just missed it um 
Yeah. Uh, we can move on. Congrats, man. Arizona. My team of destiny. No, um, <laughs> I'm shocked that they're in first place in this division. I did not have yeah. that, and I don't want anybody oh. to think I had that. <laughs> I had Seattle. Let's talk about this. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and Russ winning the MVP. And Russ winning the MVP. And let's talk about this game, Jake. We got the Seahawks visiting the Rams. Yeah. Russell Wilson, what is it? Ten turnovers in the last three or four games, eight interceptions, two fumbles. Uh, he had, what, two interceptions this game? Yeah, yeah, two interceptions game. Are you worried about this Seahawks team, Jake? No, I'm not. It's Really? Yeah, I'm not. Like You know, I, I will say, I'm sorry, just so no, yeah, you're cut you. Um, I will say this, you know, we rag on this uh, Seattle's defense. They only gave up 23 points to the Rams, so, you know, kudos on them. I am a little so I guess it depends like what do you quantify as worried am I worried that they that they may not go to the Super Bowl yeah you know when you put it in those terms I'm starting to get a little worried about them as my Mm -hmm. Super Bowl pick you really got to feel like you need that just the way I think about the playoffs now with that number one seed is so Mm -hmm. drastic it's so yeah um so because only one team gets it now yeah and I you know at this point I don't know if Seattle's gonna get it we have I don't really know who's in. I think maybe the Saints are probably number one. They only have two losses. I'm looking. Maybe the oh the Packers. I think too. the Packers are number. Oh, because the Packers the beat the Saints. Saints. So yeah, so the Packers. So I mean, you know, it's really looking more and more unlikely that the Seahawks are going to be able to nab that first seed. Mm-hmm. I still trust them against a lot of these teams, and I'm not totally. It's still we're still in like the mid season. So if we get to week 16 and 15 or even week 17 and <gasps> they are still – what's up? I just realized what the Thursday night game was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a fun – we could talk about that in a little bit, but uh, we got to give a pick <laughs> for it. But yeah, yeah, man. Oh, that's rough. I, I just – it's looking less and less likely that Seattle is going to be able to – recuperate the first seed but i'm not worried yet because we're in the middle of the season if they're doing this in the later part Mm -hmm. of the season i'll be nervous but seattle they have russ wilson who's you know consummate professional big veteran and then pete carroll who's also a veteran head coach i i trust the institution the seahawks have to get their stuff together when these games really start to matter and we're gonna get another test uh on thursday as we just referenced again when they play the cardinals so I'm not worried yet, but I am getting worried. All right, all right, all right. Let's go now to the 49ers visiting the Saints. Saints got the win, but at what cost, Jake? Drew Brees got injured in this game. You know, I got a bold take on that. I think it was a collapsed lung. Yeah, some broken ribs. Yeah. This could be a decent outcome for the saints really see what Jameis guys well not even that like i don't care about Jameis winston but if, uh, if the, he played he had a decent game if the saints can figure out how to keep their season afloat right and and mm. by season afloat i i don't think they're going to just start losing out games but if they mm. can maintain them their record and be competitive for that number one seed uh, and be competitive for seeding uh, in the playoffs they got a they're on a six game winning streak yeah. They they got Atlanta Atlanta at home and I think Jameis or what what's his name? What's his name? Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. That that guy that they signed. Uh <laughs> I think yeah, they could be serviceful against the Falcons. Um Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas is back. So But at what what I was what I was saying. I think they can stay afloat, if, yeah. If they can if they stay afloat, Drew Brees is gonna get some weeks off. If Drew Brees mm-hmm. kind of like last year, he got several weeks off. If he comes back, you have a really well-rested Drew Brees going into probably mm-hmm. the last few games of the season. That's going to bode really well for their playoffs. Um, yeah. Because that's one of the big things, as I've talked about, like with Tom Brady and Drew Brees and maybe even Ben Roethlisberger and Phillip Rivers and Aaron Rodgers that maybe is even creeping into that category. You know, how do these older quarterbacks – age as the season progresses and it's typically not been very well so you get drew Brees on the bench for a few weeks that's gonna i think really help the saints come playoff time i know it's a weird kind of analysis to give and it's all dependent Mm -hmm. and hinges on whether or not they can 
keep their record competitive, but if they can, I think Drew Brees getting hurt could be a good thing for them. Really, and I'm, I'm looking at the Saints' schedule right now. They really the only one that I see that could give them trouble is the Chiefs. Like, like I said, they go to they get Atlanta at home this week, then they go to Denver, then they get Atlanta again, but they go to Atlanta, then they go to Philly, which oh man, that's a three game road stretch, so that's a little rough. So maybe they lose one in there, but uh, these teams, all the teams I just listed, are eh. Then they get the Chiefs at home. Okay, so that's a toss-up who they win or not. Then they get the Vikings at home, and they finish their season at the Panthers at Carolina. So, I mean, their, their schedule is not that tough. Yeah, and I think it really helps that they've already played the Bucks twice. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, so. they swept the Bucks, so they don't have to worry about the Bucks. So the Bucks just need to just keep winning and get into that uh, fifth, sixth seed or whatever. Or seventh. <laughs> or seventh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, on the 49ers end, you know, this is just um, – I feel really yeah, bad for the 49ers. Yeah, this is a season. Yeah, they, they just the, – everything, everything lined up for their division to be really good. They, on mm-hmm. top of having to compete with the most competitive division in football, they've had all these injuries. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a wash season for them. It's, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. You'd hope the defending NFC champions could, you know – have a little bit of a chance to defend their title this year, but luck just did not fall in their favor this year. Yeah. Well, all right. yeah. yeah, that's all I got on that. Okay, uh, let's go to this NFC North match. AFC. We AFC, sorry. We had the two uh, was it two five and one Bengals visiting the eight and zero Steelers. Steelers got the win, and I think now this totals up to. Hold on, let me find the stat real quick. Nine and zero. Uh, 9-0, and and the Steelers have won 10 straight games versus Cincinnati. Oh, that's a fun stat. Five straight years of ass-whoopings. <laughs> right, and um, this was an ass-whooping. 36-10, yeah, we said that, oh, maybe the Bengals play up to the Steelers a little bit. We don't know. No, no, from the game, <laughs> not a close game. The Steelers led the whole game. I, maybe the mm-hmm. maybe the Bengals got a field goal at the beginning or something, but from my knowledge, they had the a touchdown Steelers, in the in the second, and then they got a field goal. Yeah, in the so, fourth, so the Steelers just, led just, this whole just game. giving up. They just they, they just gave up at that point. So good on the Steelers. Yeah, they took care of business against. I know people are wanting to hate on the Steelers. Nah, this is you play a bad team. This is the best thing no, you can what do. You should is, do. Yeah. So mm-hmm. even if it's a division game, even if it's at home. Uh, they did what they're supposed to do. So good on the Steelers and the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry, guys. You, you'll be fine. Just keep letting Joe Burrow yeah, they, progress. They need some. <laughs> yeah, just don't, 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 don't let him get hurt. <laughs> don't let him get hurt. Spend those XP points. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, all right. That's let's all I go got to this. Game, <laughs> Which I think, uh, so this next game, uh, I think no one really uh, predicted this outcome. I didn't at all. I thought this was going to be a blowout. The other one. Yeah, Ravens. <laughs> yeah, Raven. I I will say, though. Oh, hold on. Let me introduce this game real quick. Ravens in, went into New England and lost 17-23. to I will say, though, if any head coach knows how to scheme well enough to beat your best player, it is Bill Belichick. And they did that. You got anything to add, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I said that this was going to be a blowout for the Ravens. I just, I thought the Ravens, mm-hmm. uh, you know, John Harbaugh is one of my favorite coaches in the league. He's been one of the best coaches in football since he, since he started coaching Baltimore in 2008. Uh, him and Bill Belichick have gone up against each other numerous times. And John Harbaugh was always one of those coaches that you never knew if, if Bill Belichick could actually beat them that game. Like, there was always, mm-hmm. you know, hey, the Ravens might win this. And there were several years the Ravens mollywopped the Patriots in the in the, the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I just looked at this, and I was like, I know John Harbaugh wants to beat the piss out of the Patriots. And John Harbaugh has got to be – Looking at this, he's got the best. He's got the better roster by far. He's got the better quarterback at this point. He everything's lined up for John Harbaugh and the Ravens to just beat the Patriots senseless, and mm-hmm. it didn't happen. 
the Patriots showed up. They got a win. I'm not. I don't mm-hmm. believe it's indicative of anything. I refuse to believe it's indicative of anything. <laughs> but they got the win, and it made me really yeah. mad. So that's <laughs> that's what I got. The Ravens, you should be ashamed yeah. of yourselves. We should be, especially they ran the ball. Both teams ran the ball well. It was just the Patriots ran it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think we're gonna those questions of Ken Lamar, you know, win it with his arm are still coming up and he's going to have to deal with this, uh, for the, for like his career. Like, you know, can, uh, as you, as you, you've, you've pointed out numerous times and, you know, media's pointing out, you know, this Ravens team isn't really built for a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, yeah. but I, they weren't only down. I mean, they had the lead, uh, and going in the third, uh, in the third, seventeen to thirteen, but yeah, it was. It, you know, I th- I really think once you get up on them, it's really you got to. Oh there. no! Ex- excuse me. Um, just want to correct myself. They didn't score until it was twenty three to ten. It they didn't score until the late third. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I couldn't remember the exact score. I wasn't really gonna. I wasn't in a position knowledge-wise to challenge you on it to that degree. But, um, <laughs> I just want to correct myself. No, yeah, you're good. You know. You're good. I, I just, uh, yeah, you get up on the Ravens like that, you're good. You did it. <laughs> you beat them. They're not. <laughs> they're, they're really. <laughs> like, guys, we got a, we got a, we got a possession on them. We good. We good. It's almost I, to compare the Ravens to the Cowboys because that's what I love to do. Compare teams to the Cowboys, but the Cowboys have a very. <laughs> You know, not this year. This year, I'm not counting, but I'm talking about in general these past few years. The Cowboys have had a way of winning. That is, we're going to run the ball, and we're going to set our we're going to set set Dak up to throw, and we're going to make y'all have to com- uh, keep up with us. And what that's going to do is make mm-hmm. y'all one dimensional, and we're going to be able to pin our fast, speedy linebackers and let them just fly all over the field, and we're going to stop you from moving the ball. Um, and that, that's how you win, and that's kind of also how the Ravens win in a lot of ways, but a little bit different. The Ravens are, mm. all right, we're going to run the ball, and we're just going to keep defense. beating you up and beating you up, and we're going to make it to where you can't get a rhythm. We're going to make it to where you can't score, and we're just smash-mouth footballing you. And mm-hmm. if you get up on them, they can't do that. They can't play smash-mouth on you. They can't go up and hit you. They can't just run the ball and be stubborn with it and let things develop. And mm. it's really – it's – it really concerns me for the Ravens long term as these seasons go along. Cause I mean, this is going to be how they look probably for the next three or four years at least. So mm-hmm. that's really my thoughts on the Ravens. I'm not even going to talk about the Patriots cause I don't care to, cause I don't <laughs> buy them at all. I just think they uh, had a good day. I will say Cam, Cam had a good day. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's been getting ragged in the media, uh, 13 for 1718 yards and a touchdown. I think he had a perf, almost a perfect QB, uh, passer rating, passer rating, not QBR. But, um, I yeah, I thought what you said was an excellent analysis of uh, both teams, or well, at least for the Ravens. <laughs> I, mean, I don't really have an analysis for the Patriots. They, yeah. Their situation is the same. They just, you know, they, they pulled the upset this week. I don't expect it to happen all the time. That's why it's an upset, but, yeah. yeah. Sorry, right, Patriots Let's uh, move on to this game that just happened yesterday. We had the Vikings visiting the Bears. Vikings went out uh, nineteen to thirteen. Did you watch this game, Jake? I uh, yeah, I watched some of it. I um, I, I had it on in the background. I caught. A I really bit wasn't of it, watching yeah. this game. It, yeah. I felt like this game was going to be boring, and it was. I caught a little bit of it last night, and uh, I didn't stay up to finish it. I woke nah, up this morning and <laughs> watched some of the the second half highlights, but I really yeah. I know Nick Foles got carted off at the end of the game. And the yeah, uh, Bears ultimately rough. fell 19-13, to 13, so mm-hmm, I can man. feel the detachment happening from all the people up here. They're just starting <laughs> to they're starting to see the writing on the wall, I think, that this is not yeah. going to be a team competitive long-term this year. So Yeah, yeah Matt Nagy probably is probably on the hot seat yeah. after starting 5-0 and oh, and then just losing their – They've lost five straight games. No, fourth. they've they're, they're like fourth straight. Uh, yeah, it's uh, they're like straight loss, one in five total in the last six games, or like two and five yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. they're about to play the Packers uh, this upcoming. Oh no, they actually get a bye. They get to the play Bears the Packers twice still though. 
man. That's yeah, they still got to play the Packers twice. <laughs> uh, and their next matchup is the Packers. Uh, man, just it, it really sucks for this Bears defense because if you're holding your opponent to 19 points, 19 points, their best player, well, it's starting to, uh, we're starting to see, you know, Justin Jefferson emerge, but their best player, <laughs> Dalvin Cook, had 30 carries, 96 yards. That's 3.2 yards per carry. Mm-hmm. You're holding, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins average. He had two touchdowns. Adam Thielen, he had, also had an interception. But you, you you allow them to only score 19 points and – you you just this you just can't do anything more. Well, and this has been the same story. This is the second year in a row now that this is the story where their defense is bailing really them out good. and they just can't get anything on offense to work. And that also feeds to me. That feeds into what you said about Matt Nagy being on the hot seat because traditionally, what you see from these coaches is if you have an offensive minded coach like Sean Payton. There, there mm-hmm. were years that Sean Payton, the Saints' offense, was the best in the league. It was production-wise, mm-hmm. it was the best. It was one of the best. Drew Brees was always on fire, but their defense was bad. Um, mm-hmm. And what you see from that is because Sean Payton is an offensive-minded head coach who's and he's running a good offense, well, you're usually good. You're usually not going to lose your job for that. Oh, well, yeah, Sean Payton, the defense not good. Well, Sean Payton's not a defensive coach. Matt Nagy <laughs> is an offensive-minded coach. And the offense yeah, is, that, is not from that working. He's from that Sean McVay, uh, that Sean McVay uh, th- coaching tree. No, I think he's uh, he's from the uh, Andy Reid coaching tree. Uh, Ooh, yeah, oof, which I'm is sorry. even weirder I'm because you know Andy Reid's coaches Andy. almost always work. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean the fact that he can't get his offense to work that mm-hmm. really concerns me as far as Matt Nagy's mm-hmm. uh, job status goes. I really think and that then, could come back uh, to haunt him when it comes time to make this decision. That and also, you know, just some coaches don't make for good head coaches. I I don't know what how that Bears locker room is, that Bears locker room is. So I, I can't tell you if uh, Matt Nagy isn't the right guy for the job. I can just tell you. I can just I'm I'm looking at what they're bringing out on the field, and like you said, this offense has just been terrible with a great defense, and it's just not coming together. And I think um, I would not fire Matt Nagy yet. My re- my reason is that he, uh-huh. so he just relinquished um, play-calling uh, uh, dudes. Yeah. But also, you know, we got to remember, Mitch Trubisky and the drafting of him, that was a decision made before Matt Nagy. And I haven't – Matt, fair, Matt Nagy fair, is fair. not the GM. So mm-hmm. I really don't think Matt Nagy – this offensive line's bad. Was that Matt Nagy's fault? It, it is bad. receiving core's pretty much not that good. Allen Robinson's about all they got. Is- Allen Robinson, I, I like that. What was it? What's his name? Anthony Miller? Is that rookie? Yeah. If they could Anthony. get him the ball, like he can he can zoom. Or no, is it Anthony Miller? No, I thought it was some other guy. Taylor Is Taylor Gabriel still on their team? No. Taylor Gabriel didn't really work out. He didn't really work out until like uh Yeah. Unless you're playing Matt well, I because just, of that speed. My my biggest thing, I guess, my biggest gripe is I still am I still am skeptical that it's even fair to say Matt Nagy had a real shot at having a, a competent offense. Mm-hmm. And if if they don't fire the GM who was there before Matt Nagy and brought on Mitchell Trubisky, and they keep him on and not give uh, Matt Nagy another shot, or maybe they fire them both, I. I think Matt Nagy will probably get another coaching job. Soon. Oh, yeah. I think he can be an excellent coordinator. Or even a head coaching job. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets – maybe not immediately after, but – Yeah, I don't, I don't I think I don't he goes back and does a coordinator a... job for a couple years. I, I don't think it'll be a surprise if we see Matt Nagy head coaching again. Um, and then real quick, on the Viking side of things, it really looks like they might go second place in this division at this rate. <laughs> it really does. So, yeah, that's what uh, I got. They're on a little, little three-game win streak. They are visiting the Cowboys this week, which I think they can win. The Vikings? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they'll win that game. We'll see what, Cowboy, what Cowboys team shows up. If they got to get defense if their defense decides to play that game. But It don't matter. Yeah. Their offense well, won't she- show up enough. <laughs> well, Andy Reid, I think, is – not Andy. Sorry, Andy Dalton. <laughs> Andy, Andy Reid just, Reed, <laughs> just shows up. All right, guys, I'm ready to play. 
<laughs> you see that you we've all seen that video <laughs> of that punt oh yeah who hasn't kick. seen that video um you wanna but, uh, before we sign yeah. off we gotta talk about that thursday night game right oh man i was hoping you were gonna forget nah bro i don't forget nothing <sighs> oh man who are you picking in that game jake i'm riding seattle seattle Whew. i'm riding seattle yeah I want to pick Seattle. They, see, Arizona already got one on them last time. I don't think they'll be lucky mm-hmm. enough, or not lucky, but I don't think I just don't think they'll they'll do it again. I think these are uh, this is a series that both teams will split, mm-hmm. and Seattle coming mm-hmm. off of a loss, Arizona coming off of a miracle win. I just mm-hmm. it's to me spells Seattle is it, it just feels like a game Seattle's supposed to win and should win and will win. So mm-hmm. I'm going Seattle. Well, um, the odds makers are saying this is a really split game, really oh, toss yeah. up. Oh yeah, Absolutely. the Seahawks are giving up three points. I think that's which just I probably they're at yeah. home probably. Yeah, they are at home. This is a home game. Oh man, dude, you're going Seattle. I really want to pick opposite of you, but I really want to pick, pick Seattle. Pick who you think too. is gonna win. Pick who you think is gonna win. Don't even worry about what I think. Pick hmm. who you think is gonna win. Who do I think is gonna win? I'm going Seattle, All Jake. Right. We got some agreement on this Thursday night game. Both of us picking Seattle, which means Arizona is probably going to win. <laughs> you probably, yeah, with our luck. So, All right, well, uh, yeah, that's that's what I got on that. that. I don't know what else you want to do. up uh, oh, okay, cool. epi- the Michael Jordan episode. The MJ episode. We hope we lived up to him, MJ. Yeah. <laughs> and LeBron. I, I guess we can LeBron. And LeBron, yeah. In there. I like LeBron. So. Uh, yeah, NBA news is crazy. Maybe maybe we right now we do from the court. You know? <laughs> I don't know, man. Nah, basketball is news is insane, and it's that's because I, basketball happens every day. Football's a weekly. Yeah, game. it's one week. I don't know if we could come in like every day. Like, all right, Jake. Uh, what do you think? Like, this the tenth game of the season for the Heat. Yeah, that's a tough game. <laughs> Oh, we got some. I got some pretty good games. But anyway, Jake, I'll let's sign off. All right, we'll, we'll be back we'll see uh, you again next week. Yeah, we'll be back at the end or of the week. Or this next same week. Yeah, 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 and we'll be picking our week eleven games uh, or the rest of the week eleven games. So, all right, that's all I got. Bye. <laughs>